What's up? We up, we up, we up. Welcome, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am currently wearing a shirt that says uh, Black Fathers Deserve to Grow Old that was designed by Young Dolph's daughter, Aria. That's hard. And yeah, his wife, Mia J, she sells it on her Instagram page. So I got me one and it's very cozy and adorbs and has a beautiful message. So support. Welcome to Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. And a very uh, interesting day, <laughs> according to social media. ahead of us. Yes. <laughs> lots, lots going on possibly today. And yesterday, yesterday I was very like set on, yes, I'm so excited that Trump is going to do a perp walk and I was really like happy about that and Roy Wood Jr. did a set comedian Roy Wood Jr. did a set that made me change my mind mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. made me change my mind so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that but uh <laughs> they planning definitely planning they plan that's, that's actually gonna be our first story in Black Year News this hour the barricades have been spotted going up up there in New York in preparation for possible protests in the event that Trump does get arrested and indicted today. Listen, if they protest, barricades ain't going to do nothing. But we'll talk about that, right? We'll talk about that uh, because, listen, these people are wild. Speaking of wild. So, y'all, Ja Morant acting up and Ja Rule. So this is Ja on Ja criticism. Ja on Ja. (laughs) (laughs) Ja Rule says hip-hop is influencing the impressionable mind of the Memphis Grizzlies franchise player John Morant and has him led astray, run him up. <laughs> so we're going to play that audio. And I want to hear from y'all because I know that just sounds a little wild to me. But then the brothers here at the show are like, nah, you know, it could be, it could be. So, well, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta take it to the phone lines. We also gonna take it to our Black Inventor feature, our Black Women Inventor feature. They did that. It's our segment we've been running all Women's History Month. And today we're gonna spotlight uh, an inventor named Alice H. Parker. So stick around to see what she invented. Also, remember to stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And uh, you can catch me in LA at the Laugh Factory Hollywood 8 p.m. on March 24th. That's this Friday. And you can catch me at the Hollywood Improv at 7 p.m. on Saturday, March 25th. So park your calendars so that you can come through. All right, let's get into the show. Hope everybody's having a fabulous Tuesday thus far. And I hope it gets only better now that you're checked in with us. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Listen, laugh, and learn. the CEO show and it's a lot of anticipation anticipation DJ Nails at Donald Trump will be in cuffs people are definitely like hype about it and a lot of people hype about it I see what you did there 
<laughs> yeah, these barricades up right now. Yes, all around yes. <laughs> um, because man, Donald Trump sent out that tweet talking about he might be indicted today, and uh they've just been preparing for it because those tweets that he's been sending out have been kind of uh rustling some feathers on social media. The FBI said there could be possible interruptions of everyday American society, and you know, it it could get real later today. I don't know. I don't think it's going to get real, though. I don't know, I, because I really feel like they just be trying to hype and soup things up to try and make it seem like he has a really big following. And I don't know that his following is as big as folks think it is. Furthermore, it's New York. All right. Mm-hmm. And New York ain't on it like he's not in Kentucky. OK. And. You know, I saw them saying, like, it's going to disrupt life in New York. And I'm just like, I don't know, yo. Like, New Yorkers is really good at minding our own business. So <laughs> I find it a bit, you know, shocking. But they have prepared for the the mayhem. Now, if they have, like, if his little constituency has, like, planned and they're going to come through, I don't know if any barricades are going to hold them because they don't feel like they should be against any type of rules or law. So what we'll be curious to see, Nails, is if the police department the NYPD, if they treat them the way that they treated the George Floyd protesters, right? Boom. The answer is no, they're not going to treat them the same way. Just, just so you know, spoiler alert, (laughs) (laughs) but nonetheless, I think it's going to be very interesting. And I also thought it was interesting how yesterday I was really like, yeah, I want to see the perp walk. Yeah. I want to see him in cuffs. Yeah. I want to see it go down. I want to see them hold his head when they put him in the vehicle and be like, yo, watch your head. And then I listened to this. I don't like I, I understand Trump getting indicted, but I don't understand people celebrating this shit. It is not a good thing. It's not good. It's not good because he's gonna come out more powerful. Like you don't have to understand who Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is three motherfuckers. This motherfucker he, he talk like a hood motherfucker. <laughs> I'm for clothes, I got gold, I got a plane. <laughs> His whole approach, his swag is street. And what's one of the best things that can happen to a street, my is going to f***ing jail. <laughs> he don't come out twice as f***ing pop. Don't let him go to prison. Trouble f***ing in the next three presidential elections. <laughs> he got a point. Ah. <laughs> You're hearing the voice of comedian Ray Wood Jr. Now, here's the thing. Nails, after I heard this, I was like, yo, he's right. And I have like historical references to back this up. But you were about to say something, which is going to say. No, I was thinking, I, I still don't believe that he's going to get arrested. But when you you mentioned before uh, how yesterday you were like, yeah, I got to see the perp walk and everything. And then listening to this and you have this historical context with world wars and even in entertainment that you said made him made these people more popular. Yes. Other folks who have been in his position, we have seen them come out greater. So on the positive side, we look at like someone like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, when he spent them days in that Birmingham jail and he came home, he had taken on a new level. Okay, that's when he some would argue that's when he became an icon. Okay, and then we cannot forget the most important and most glaring examples, Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler had a whole little squad and they was causing problems and wreaking havoc around the town and he got knocked. And that's when his real factions rose up while he was in jail so that when he came home, he was able to just lead from where they had been building. So we have to look at the fact that this is also somebody who has been building a fascism support system and not even just in like a 
kind of generic kind of way. No, like Nazis. Nazis support definitely Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And some of them in the so Congress. Now right I now. changed my tune. Yes, correct. And they're in the police departments, and they're in the fire departments, and they're in all the things. Okay, so now I changed my tune. And I'm a bit concerned. So we shall see. I still we got my see. popcorn uh, pop too and some butter, you know, little white cheddar pop to put it all over it. <laughs> Listen, at this point, pop. you know, you should keep it pop because the way this world be working, you don't know what's going to happen. He right. be in the middle of a perp walk and then, you know, and then a, uh, an alien swoop down and like swoop him up. <laughs> and beam him up. And we'd be like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Yeah, anything could happen. Anything could happen. <laughs> all right. Well, let me hit me up. one 855 That's 1-855-266. 626328 with your thoughts. Uh, coming up next, Ja Rule has some thoughts. Okay. Just some thoughts about hip hop influencing Ja Morant's poor decisions. And that is something I want to hear because I think that sounds wild. And we're going to get into it right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? This is Amanda Seals. I am here at the Amanda Seals Show, rocking out with you and yours. And uh, DJ Nails is here as well. And we've got to talk about this jaw on jaw criticism. <laughs> jaw on jaw. Jaw squared. <laughs> you know, I wonder if he was named after Ja Rule. I, 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 he's around that age. I wonder if he was. I wonder. I got to do some research on no. that. <laughs> his name Jamal or something? Like, what's his actual real name? He is not named after Jamal. No, no, no. It's like, uh, Jamal. It's Jamel. It's Tamarius Jamel Ja Morant. So it's a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nickname. It's a nickname. They may have nicknamed him after, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they may have been like, oh, Ja Rule, Ja, you know, Jamel, yeah. Ja, you know. But. <laughs> Remember the guy got, you know, suspended for eight games for flashing a gun in the strip club on his IG. And Ja Rule said he kind of has an idea where Ja Morant's influence comes from. Listen to this. Hip hop is very influential. You know, um, I've done things in, 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 in my youth because of hip-hop, you know, Red Man make, made How to Roll a Blunt, start smoking blunt, you know what I'm saying? Snoop made gin and juice, starts drinking gin and juice. I mean, so hip-hop is very influential. Um, I'm not going to say it's not. Um, how far, you know, people take it is, 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 is what it is, but, you know, the thing with Ja, I just, you know, people got to get a ball from right now and let him, and let him do his healing process, come back and ball out. Mm, it pops the problem. LOL huh? of the healing process. <laughs> LOL of the healing process. <laughs> like, okay, so here's the thing. I don't know if you saw, but like someone found John Morant's like Instagram from when he was like 11 or 12. I did see that. He's always <laughs> been on this. Always. Okay. He's always been on like, I'm pretending to be a thug. Always. You know, I feel like I'm trans thug. You know what I'm saying? Like I was born in this body, but my heart is that of a thug. Okay, I, 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 I feel naturally as a thug. I was just born in this body. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just searching for his squad. I think he found his squad in the strip club. He's clearly no. always been about this. I don't think it's just the raps. This is who this man is. Y'all trying to make this man something else. Like, I feel like when he was wearing the polo shirt and smiling with the family, that's when he was pretending. Clearly, this, this 
<laughs> really was. I also, I got, I got ate up. I got ate up on Jalen Rose's page also because I was like, you know, why does he got to go through all this apologizing and stuff? Like these white people is out here with guns on their lapels and fighting for gun rights and all this stuff. And I think I mentioned this on the show here as well, but it's like, we are in a country that literally will not make gun laws, even though we have children that are being murdered all the time in school there they made bulletproof dry erase walls okay they literally made like a dry erase board that turns into a bulletproof panic wall panic room but yet they won't make gun control and then you got this black man because he flashed a gun on instagram he got suspended for eight games and got to make an apology and whatnot. And people were like, well, because he's a role model. And I'm like, I don't understand what we're, you got, you, you got to choose. You're saying that this country is all about guns, but that he's not a role model. If he flashes a gun, mm. I, I just, I don't, mm. it seems hypocritical to me. The math ain't mathing. And also <laughs> keep in mind. Well, I'll tell you the, the math is mathing when you add in the racism part. Boom. Simply put, simply put, cause that's what it is. And then it's it, in, in some, in some cases it's our people that's agreeing with it too. Oh, listen. So many of our people were in those comments like STFU, Amanda Seals. He needs to do this because, and I just be like, y'all ain't, y'all ain't there yet. <laughs> we up, we up, we up <laughs> here, here. You got to come here. I'm just saying, just saying. Anyways, hit me up. Do you think John Moran is just living his truth or do you agree with Ja Rule that he's living Kodak Black's truth? Hit me Damn. up. 1-855-Amanda8. <laughs> That's 1-855-262-6328. That's it for Blackheart News. What do you got coming up next? Coming up next. Coming up next, we got the segment called They Did That. And, you know, we're celebrating Women's History Month. We're going to highlight a black female inventor in our segment called They Did That, okay? It's coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We What you know about Black History? It's the Amanda Seals Show, and they did that. This is a part of history, man. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and in honor of Women's History Month, we are continuing with our They Did That segment on Black Women Inventors. Today, we spotlight Alice H. Parker. She was an African-American inventor famous for her patented system of central heating using natural gas. Now, in the 1920s, using natural gas to power a heating furnace was a revolutionary idea that conserved energy and paved the way for the central heating systems we have in our cribs today. Now, our patent was filed on December 23rd, 1919 for a heating system invention, and her design allowed cool air to be drawn into the furnace, then conveyed through a heat exchanger that delivered warm air through ducts to individual rooms of a house. Y'all, we be Thanking, okay? Now listen, the concept of central heating was around before she was born, but her design was unique because it used natural gas as its fuel instead of coal or wood that had previously been used. Her idea that natural gas and ducts could be used to heat different areas of a house was a major step towards the heating systems used today. So we are honoring Ms. Alice H. Parker in our spotlight on Black Women Inventors. Happy Women's History Month. 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what, Black folks? We just keep on being innovative and doing the god dang thing. What's a Black-ass reason that you think she invented this, Nails? Hell, she was cold. <laughs> she was cold. You know how we be in the, uh, we'll be in the car together and, and, and one Black person in the car be like, y'all ain't cold? That's our way of just basically saying, hey, turn on the AC or turn on the heater. You know, that's our way of telling you, like, you turn it on. Turn on and the heater. That was her. <laughs> All right, Alice said, say no more. Say less. Say less. Coming up next, we asked you to say more. We asked you to chime in on do you feel like there's a difference in the way mothers raise their daughters versus their sons when I play the clip from my podcast, Small Doses. And we'll get your comments right here on The Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we We up, we up, we up on this Taco Tuesday on the Amanda Seals Show, and we love hearing your phone calls, 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. Yesterday, in the Small Doses segment, where we talked about Amanda's other podcast, we want to know, do you feel there's a difference in the way that mothers raise their daughters versus their sons? And it sounds like you got a lot to say about it on the phone lines. 855-AMANDA-8. I think the other side of that, that a lot of people miss in that proverb, is that fathers love their daughters and raise their sons. And so the part that's missing in a lot of our households is that the daughters are not getting that loving affection and attention from their fathers, but fathers tend to be very hard on their sons. So when both parents are in the household, there's a balance. And that is missing from, you know, households that only have one parent. My name is Yamani, by the way. I'm calling in from Philly. Thank you. Money. Hey, Yamani from Philly. And I also want to just expound upon the idea of household. Like, I don't think that two parents have to live together for there to be a co-parenting, like, value system that is created for a child, right? Like, there mm. is a household in the literal term of, like, we all live in a house, and there's a household in the more uh, figurative term, which is that we are a family regardless of the fact that, you know, this father is over here and that father was over there. Right. I mean, that yeah. mother is over there. And what she's saying, that balance can still be achieved, even though those parents aren't together. I like the point that she made when she talked about the father raises the son and then loves on his daughter. But I notice a lot of my friends who have a great relationship with their father, who are girls, right? And their father mm-hmm. always told them when they were younger that they're beautiful and he was always there for them or whatnot. They're in some, like, they are confident women. Like, they are women who just, they don't take yep. BS relationships and they know exactly what they want in a man yep. and all that. So it goes a long way. Absolutely. Listen, so much of us is shaped in those first few years, you know, and that's that's really how we are influenced, you know. At this point, I'm beginning to think that maybe John Morant was listening to NWA during his <laughs> formative years in the crib, you know, like playing in his little walker, and that's what made him the thug he is today. You feel me? So listen, those first few years of life, nails, that's what shapes us. It shapes us in many, many ways. 
Well, I want to hear more from you guys. one amanda 8 on this topic. Do you think mothers raise their daughters different than their sons? This came from my podcast, Small Doses. This week's episode was Side Effects of Parents. And we talked about the relationship between adult children and their parents and how there's shifts and changes and adjustments that have to get made. And it really can be a doozy on all of us, especially when you need your parent to go to therapy and they don't want to go. So give us a call, one 855 8 especially if you listen to the episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. And you can watch the episode as well on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Thank y'all for always calling and giving us your commentary. It really is dope to hear your perspectives. Speaking of perspectives, we had the Black Colorado farmland owners on the show a few weeks ago, and uh, they are in a situation they're still in their situation and we've got an update so we're going to give you that update plus our big up let down when we come back this hour to the amanda seal show amanda seal show we up we up we rocking out with you for another day here on the radio. Remember, you can also listen to us on the podcast show, meaning you can go wherever you get your podcasts and check out every episode of the Amanda Seals show. Uh, coming up this hour, we got more stuff to talk about. Nails, uh, we're going to Colorado? Yep. Buenos dias, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to give an update because remember, we had uh, we had a couple guests on our show uh, a couple weeks ago. Well, actually, a few months ago. Um, Courtney and Nicole Mallory, remember the black Colorado farmland owners? We're going to give an update on their situation. Yes, uh, they have still found themselves... Not being sub- not being supported properly by the police and the people that are supposed to be protecting them. Nonetheless, uh, there has been a really like major advancement in their story, so we want to make sure we give you the deets on that. And from one farm to the next. <laughs> Rick Ross got everybody crying laughing at this one. So he, one of his pets ended up wandering over into his neighbor's yard. But wait till we tell you what pet this is. See, you know, the problem is that you can't give y'all nothing. That's the problem. That's the problem. So we're going to talk about that. All right. Uh, we're also going to talk about this uh, little poll we're going to do. So on my podcast, Small Doses, this week we talked about side effects of the relate side effects of parents. And so a lot of people have been chiming in with their thoughts on, you know, just the relationship shifts that they've had to endure with their parents as they become adults. And so we're going to, we're going to give y'all a little poll. Okay. On, uh, do you think parents should respect their adult children? Do you think? See, your nails is thinking. And like what? And so basically what, we, what I want to talk about is like, what does that even look like? Okay. Like, what do I mean by that? So I'm going to clarify and then we're going to throw it to y'all. So stick around for that. We also got the big up, let down and uh, more. So don't go anywhere. Listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals show.
Thanks, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals here. And we have got an update on the Black Colorado farmland owners, Nicole and Courtney Mallory. We were being chased off the road, uh, followed. And then, like, after that incident, maybe a few weeks later, our ranch hand was murdered. What's the update? Remember, they had a farm hand who was murdered because... They felt like it was the owners of that farm, Miss Courtney, uh, Courtney and Nicole Mallory. Well, apparently a multi-agency arrest happened for a suspect. His name is Chaparro Macias, and they happened to book him on first degree murder charges. First degree. Remember, first degree means it was planned and thought out and premeditated and then it was carried out. Okay, so I would be very curious to find out why they targeted this person. Right. And Mm -hmm. how he may be linked to the other folks. That have been carrying out the harassment consistently, consistently of the Mallory's because, you know, that name Chaparro Macias, that's clearly somebody that is not white. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised. I just wouldn't be surprised if we've got a weird kind of framing kind of situation going. I just mm, mm. you can't trust these these folks in in this town. You can't trust these law enforcement officials in this town with doing the right thing. So we shall see how this continues to go and we will update you. Now, from one uh, farm to the next. Now, see, the the, the Mallory's are real farmers, okay? They, yep. they on the range and they got the chickens and the pigs and whatnot. However, this next individual may own a farm. The farmer, he is not. <laughs> That's right. It's Rick Ross. And Ross had us all in tears, right? So his huge mansion, he calls it the promised land, right? It's also home to a few of Ross's different pets. His uh, property is huge, but that ain't stopping his bison from roaming onto his neighbor's property twice in one week. And she said that she was worried about it because her kids play outside. And she ended up getting into it with somebody who's at Ross crib, then called the police. They said it was a civil dispute, so they didn't take a report. But dog, Ross got bison, horses, and a bull on his property. <laughs> Ross, wait, wait, I wait. I call wait. this rich <laughs> problems. That's what it is. Okay. Rich <laughs> problems. Ross said if you see his bison, yeah. give it a carrot. <laughs> Maybach music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give it a carrot. It's I'm a, a boss. boss. <laughs> a bison. You know, she bought, and of course, you know, the woman is just upset and says she's going to file a neighbor dispute with the city. And, you know, I don't know. I've never considered, I didn't know, are bison considered like aggressive animals? Every time I see bison, they just standing still looking around like, what's good? You don't want to piss good. them off. They're huge, so. like 2,000 pounds each. And, and matter of fact, he might have got it because <laughs> it's Deion Sanders' mascot now, the school that he's the head coach of. So that's why Ross probably well, bought He was gifted the bison. Oh, he wow. Bison. <laughs> he was gifted the bison last March. I mean, they're huge, but I just don't know. I mean, so are cows. Cows are huge, but they're docile. You know what I'm saying? They're also, I don't know how fast they are. So these are the things that make me curious about like, is this woman overreacting or is she like legitimate in her concern? So I'm just curious, but apparently the buffaloes are grazing on her property and that's, that's not okay. I will say that I learned from talking to the Mallory's that like there really is an issue with people like grazing their livestock on other people's property. And like, that's really like untoward and not a cool thing. So I get that element of it, but uh, you know, y'all black people in these farmlands, I get it. Black people need to own farms. We need to be a part of it, but woo. 
problem at the problem at the problem. Bison, hey, bro. Bison. <laughs> it's so funny to me. <laughs> a dude from Miami owning a bison, bro. We don't do that. <laughs> Listen. He said, I'm gonna leave y'all in Holly. I'm gonna I'm leave y'all in little Haiti. And I'm about to go to the big farm. <laughs> Maybach music. Maybach. That's where I'm about to go. So let's um yeah let's talk about this relationship question we have when we go back normally we talk about relationships as it relates to like a romantic relationships but this time we're gonna talk about parents and their kids and when i say kids i mean they're adult children so i know a lot of y'all are listening y'all are like wait what because i know i can't you know i'm saying like people are definitely having situations with their parents because we are all in a different age group not we're all we're not all we're not all a lot of us are entering a different phase of life where we're like wait a minute how do i deal with this person well we'll talk about it next on the amanda seal show listen laugh and learn the amanda seal show we up we up we up Hey there, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It's Amanda Seals here. Your boy DJ Nails is still laughing at Rick Ross having bison on the farmland that he owns. Um, You know, again, rich problems. That's what that is. That's That's what it is. But um, okay, so so nails. So this week on my podcast, Small Doses, we did an episode side effects of parents, and I was really amazed to see people's reactions. We had like over six hundred thousand views of different clips from the episode, and uh, we've had thousands of views uh, on Instagram. I mean, on YouTube of the episode. Members, you can check it out on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. You can also listen to the episode wherever you get your podcast. But the real conversation nails was around. How do you interact with your parents as an adult? And I know some people may be like, well, that's really basic, but I couldn't believe how many people were talking about just the ways in which they were clashing with their parents and how respect was not really being shown to them as adults. And they Mm. felt that their parents were still kind of like treating them as kids, even though like they had their own homes, you know, they had their own families, et cetera. So I asked the question, I'm asking it to you all. Do you think parents should respect their adult children? And now I'm asking you, Nails, what do you think that means by respect? I feel like when you say respecting adult children. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is basically treating them as adults and not talking to them as kids and expecting them to move as if you're 12 years old or seven years old, like you did when you were living under their roof. I mean, I think it's really, so I guess my definition is, is uh, respecting the world they've built for themselves outside of your world. Mm. 
So, you know, you grow up in your parents' world and, you know, you're dealing with their friends and their relatives, et cetera. And they're choosing who you get to play with and who you interact with and all of these things. And then as you become an adult, you make those choices for yourself and you determine who is going to be in your space and you determine where you want to live and how you want to live your life, et cetera, et cetera. And at the end of the day, you are an adult. And even if your parent doesn't approve of those things and can share with you like, hey, this may not be the best for you or, hey, I feel like this might be harmful, et cetera, et cetera. They still have to respect the fact that you as an adult are going to have to make your own decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I mean, that's the reality. And then there's also the case of just the fact that like, even if you are making great decisions and you do have like a beautiful life that you live for yourself, there are parents who just feel like, well, I should always still be in charge. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but nah, not at this house. There's also that small percentage though of of people who are adults that give that power to their parents and they accept that. Yes. Well, very many West Indian and like folks that have like parentage from Africa felt that way where they're just like, even though I agree with you, Amanda, my parents are from the Caribbean and they're not going to fly with that. Like that's not going (laughs) to rock. I will be their child forever. And I was like, I know, but I won't accept it. (laughs) I won't accept it. Anyways, do you have thoughts on this? Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's one 262 Don't worry, we're not going to tell your mama. Okay, so you can call and remain anonymous. We're not going to tell. We're not going to tell because I know even as much people in their car are like, oh my God, God I'm going through this right now. I want to talk about it. I know they're like, but I don't want my mama to hear me in the <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Yep. <laughs> we're not going to tell. Give us a call. one 855 8 Do you think parents should respect their adult children? Yes or no? Next up, we've got the Big Up Let Down. Big Up, Big Up. Let Down. Don't move. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Big Up, Big Up, Letdown. Vibrations over here at the Amanda Seal Show on this Taco Tuesday, and it is time for the Big Up Let Down, where we're saluting somebody and we're giving somebody a big thumbs down for doing something lame. All right, Amanda Seals is gonna kick it off right now. This big up, big up goes to two brothers, Keenan and Kel. They are announcing a good burger part two is in the works. Let's hear them in their own words. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Kel has something he'd like to tell you. Wow. All right, here we go. Kel, whenever you're ready. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wow. Welcome to Gimburger, home of the Gimburger, part two! So happy. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, I think that's so great that they are bringing back Good Burger. For y'all who are 90s kids, you know about the classic Nickelodeon film, Good Burger, and they are bringing it back. The sequel arrived to Paramount Plus sometime in 2023, so look out for that. And shout out to these brothers. I love me some Keenan and Kel, like as people. They came on my show, Smart, Funny, and Black, when we were at the Novo in Los Angeles in 2000 and. Uh, 18 and it was a classic legendary show nails we had a three-hour show 
Like Damn. that was how in it we were. We was there for three hours and it ended up being one of the only ties that we've ever had at the show. So Smartphone and Black, we have another show going down in LA, May 18th at the Novo, the same venue. And it's going to be the same good time. We always sing along. We laugh, we dance. And at the end of the day, we celebrate black culture. And right now we are in a nation that is trying its best to act like black culture does not not matter and does not exist. Well, baby, we are fighting that with our voices. We'll be having a great time celebrating it at Smart, Funny, and Black. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com because it is going down. You know what else is going down? The letdown. Yeah, that's right. Today's letdown goes to the fact that a bill aiming to end corporal punishment, aka beating kids, with students with disabilities failed in Oklahoma. So what I'm saying is that there was a bill that said that you can't beat kids with disabilities in schools in Oklahoma, and it didn't pass. It did not pass. Listen to the audio. Proverbs 29, the rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. So that would seem to endorse the use of corporal punishment. Um, I would say that this is limited to special needs children's. Okay, there's so many things wrong with what is happening here. One, you are in a government chamber quoting the Bible as a reason for a law. So that whole church and state separation, they have thrown that out the window. He literally has the Bible out open, (laughs) open to page, yada, 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 as the reasoning for why this should be legislation. It is mere. And by the way, it's all interpretation. It is all interpretation. Okay. Do you know how many denominations of Christianity there are? When we talk about why we have to have separations of church and state on a very basic level, It's because there is no one way of Christianity. So you can't even just base it off of this particular interpretation. And the Bible has been written and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten and rewritten by so many folks that we don't know that this text that he's reading is even the best text to be making laws from because it is not fair and factual to do so. So there's that. Secondly, He literally just interpreted it himself in real time and said, I'm not really sure if this applies, you know, to the automatically to everybody, but it definitely means it's for disabled children. What Jesus are y'all talking about that would say it's cool to beat disabled kids in school? Who Jesus is that? They just be making it up. And I know Jesus is absolutely up there going, how'd I get in it? <laughs> Quit putting me in it. I don't like it. So it gets the let down. So now there is actually a bill in Oklahoma that says that you can deliberately inflict physical pain by hitting, paddling, spanking, slapping, or any other physical force as a means of discipline to disabled children. You can also handcuff them as well, by the way. Great job, Oklahoma. That's sarcasm. More of the Amanda Seals show next. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we
Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. The big up let down. That let down had me nails. It really, it really, it, it got me. Yeah. Got me. Yeah. I mean, talking about beating disabled kids, but these are the same people who are saying that drag shows are causing harm to children and grooming them. Meanwhile, Explain you, it. you're okay in a bill that will allow disabled kids to be beaten? Listen, these folks is, they're not even wolves in sheep clothing. They're just wolves out here. Like, hang, 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 hang. these are the same people that keep talking about their pro-life, but they will not make exceptions for a child that has been the, the victim of rape or incest in, mm-hmm. in the case of an abortion. These are people who claim they're pro, pro-life, but vote against the child tax. You know, the, 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 the child, sorry, the child, um, uh, the child care tax. Like these are the people that claim they're pro-life, but are making concessions to allow for the labor force to now include younger people. Yep. So that <laughs> they can get jobs at 12 and 13. Why does a 12 and a 13 year old in supposedly the richest country in the world need to work? Right. That doesn't add up. None of this adds up. And it really is distressing to me. And it really becomes even more distressing to me when they use the Bible as their reasoning. And it really should be distressing to all of y'all who claim Christianity as your as your source of, of, you know, fuel and life, because ultimately they are basically bastardizing the sanctity of your spirituality and using mm. it as a weapon against you and others. And that's the whole problem. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what's happening and they're doing it boldly and laughing in our faces. And we're just like, wow. Anywho. Yeah. I got really bothered by that because as uh, I was talking about it, I was just getting more and more and more and more bothered. I'm yeah. sure I mean, you listening right now, you've been bothered by a lot of stuff too, that you heard on the show uh, with these so-called elected leaders. And if you want to chime in, man, you can call us up 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8. That's 262-6328. Yesterday in our small doses segment, we wanted you to know, uh, do you feel like there's a difference in the way that mothers raise their daughters versus their sons? And y'all blew the phone lines up at 855-262-6328. Let's, let's go to the phones right now. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Nails. Love your radio show, just so you know. Mothers definitely have a softness for their sons and their raising their daughters. I don't understand why, um, but when I had my own daughter, I decided to change that narrative. Um, regardless if I had a boy or a girl, I was going to love them both the same and have understanding, talk to them, things of that nature. So, yeah, some of these parents need to go to um, therapy with their children and figure out why that is, yes. if anything. But um, again, thank you both. I love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Hope to talk to you guys soon. Thank you. Dope. I agree. This is a real thing. She was like, this is absolute facts. So for all those of y'all who are just joining us, this is from my podcast, Small Doses. Uh, the topic this week was side effects of parents and people have been calling in because someone asked the question, why is it that mothers raise their daughters but love their sons? And people have been calling in with their points of view on if that's true, you know, is it different or is this just like somebody who's having their own experience and trying to generalize? So as we've heard from the calls. <laughs> we just heard from a mama, <laughs> a, a dad mom, it's true. I mean, a, a boy mom. <laughs> no, she said that she's um, a, she has a daughter. But didn't she say she raised, she sees her. Yeah. She, yeah, 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 yeah. Well. I mean, I, I would like to see. She was like, you know, I was going to raise either of them. 
Yeah, because I'm the one who I'll talk about this on another one because we need, we want I want you guys to keep calling the eight five five Amanda eight. I want to give my uh, my experience with my mom and my sister. We'll talk about it on the air too as well. We got to do that another time. We got to do okay, that okay. another, we'll do another time. time. We'll do another time. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> All right. When we get back, Florida altering textbooks, trying to take blackness out of the Rosa Parks story. We'll get into it. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. is the Amanda Seal Show, and it is great to be here with you all every day. Before we go any further, I want to take a moment to send a rest in peace out to actor Lance Riddick of The Wire and John Wick, who passed away at 60 years old. And, you know, for those of us who are big fans of The Wire, like we, we know that his character, Cedric Daniels, was like the one... F- example of a good cop I feel like most of us have ever really seen and you know just what he was doing in that storyline was really impactful and uh, you know as a performer I was seeing like posts that different actors put up that had worked with him and they said that he was always just so funny on set and he could just snap right into character and then snap right out I love cats that can work like that because it allows for a more fun environment. When people got to like stay in character, you're just like, I'm I'm not trying to talk to you. I'm trying to talk to the person who actually lives. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, 60 at this point, 60 just feels so young. So want to send out love to his family and his friends and those who worked with him and who were close with him. Uh, So that is a rest in peace to Lance Reddick. All right, Nails, DJ Nails, what are we uh, what are we talking about? What's going yeah. on in your your state? I'm not even going to claim it as mine. Your state. <laughs> oh, it's just mine when it's doing bad. <laughs> Florida, Florida, and again. Uh, so there's a textbook that was altered to remove references of the legendary Rosa Parks situation. I, wait, wait till you hear this though. I'm not, I, honestly, Nails, I can't even wait. Y'all, they tried to remove race from the story of Rosa Parks. What y'all think? She was sitting down because she didn't have orthopedics in the shoes? Like, what are we... (laughs) (laughs) We gonna get into that. We gonna get into that. All right. Uh, Also, we're gonna talk about Slim Thug. Yeah, Slim Thug. He he said he's staying rich because he avoided a certain thing. And it's something that a lot of you probably listen right now. Go and spend money on every two weeks. Factory. Factory. <laughs> Does Slim Thug be rapping still? Does he be rapping still? 
I haven't heard a new record from him. I mean, I'm sure he's doing some features for artists, but I haven't heard a new record that he's dropped. But Just, then again, you know them Houston cats. They, you know, there's a whole Houston world of music that would be happening that we just wouldn't even know Absolutely. about. So he might Absolutely. have mixtapes and all type of stuff going on and we wouldn't even know. Uh, we also got to talk about the NAACP. They rejected a reparations proposal, y'all, to give $5 million payments to descendants of slavery. But what I want to talk about is what are we doing with the $5 million if it hadn't been rejected? Because mm. we got to talk about that. We keep talking about reparations. But we ain't making preparations for reparations. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I said that off the top. Ooh. That came off the top. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the preparations for that the reparations. <laughs> like that. <laughs> we got to talk about that, y'all. Come on. We also going to talk about our Black Woman Inventor feature. They did that. This is, of course, our Women's History Month segment where we are highlighting a Black woman inventor. We're going to tell y'all who invented the central heating system that, that inspired the way that we get our heat in our cribs today. Of course, it was a sister. Of course, it was one of us. So we are going to get into that. Make sure you get into us on social media because we are at Seals Set It. If you want to follow us, you got to go to Seals Set It. Join in the conversation. We got a dope community building over there. You can also give us a call at one 855 8 That's one 855 Three, two, eight. We've been talking about my Small Doses podcast all week long. We've been talking about side effects of parents and y'all have been chiming in and we love to hear it, love to see it. And I would love to hear from folks who's actually listened or watched the episode. So make sure you listen wherever you get your podcasts and make sure you watch on uh, YouTube at Amanda Seals TV and check out the other podcasts that are a part of the Urban One Radio Podcast Network. What did I say? Check out the other podcasts that are part of the Urban One Podcast Network. I just put in a whole bunch of extra words. The Urban One Podcast Network. I'm like, Urban One Podcast Radio Amplifier Cell Phone Podcast Network. All right, we're going to keep it going right here. Listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. show i'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist amanda seals make sure to check me out if you're in los angeles this weekend i will be on mcdonald's is not new to chicken so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the mccrispy juicy fried chicken buttery bun unmatched pickle to chicken ratio yeah they know what they're doing in fact we can honestly say they're not new to chicken they're true to chicken the McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. On stage, giving you these jokes at the Laugh Factory Hollywood on Friday at 8 p.m. And you can catch me on Saturday at the Hollywood Improv at 7 p.m. All right, Nails, let's get into something that is not a joke, but really should be. Yeah, down in Florida, this Florida textbook that got altered to remove references to Rosa Parks' race. All right, there's a Florida textbook publisher down there in Florida um, who basically, in this current lesson by Studies Weekly, 
which is used by 45,000 elementary schools, the event described, listen to this, the law said African-Americans had to give up their seats on the bus if a white person wanted to sit down. But in an earlier version created for Florida's review by Studies Weekly, the lesson changed to she was told to remove to a different seat because of the color of her skin. In a group's second updated version, the race is removed completely from the lesson. And it just simply says she was told to move to a different seat. This is the things that are happening in our schools in Florida. Now, listen, Jim Crow existed. Jim Crow laws existed. Segregation laws existed. Whether you think they should have existed or not is, of course, its own conversation. But we cannot act like it just simply didn't happen. If you're not going to tell why Rosa Parks switched seats, then there's no validity to the story of Rosa Parks. What's Mm -hmm. even the value of the lesson? I just I can't even wrap my head around the in the insidiousness of this. And the reality is that we are then shaping children and doing the thing that they keep claiming everybody else is doing, which is grooming and indoctrinating them. Every single time that these Republicans are pointing the finger about somebody else doing something. Remember, they got four fingers pointed back at themselves. So, you know, that all they're doing is deflecting. They are clearly using the education system to indoctrinate children and to make them believe that this country has never been racist, to make them believe that they should never have any level of shame or awareness about the fact that they are benefiting every day from a country that continues to institutionalize racism. So stay alert, stay focused, okay? And Slim Thug says that he is staying rich. By doing this. Ah, yeah. Slim Thug. He, he, he knows what not to spend his money on. He said that he stays rich by avoiding designer clothes. Check this out. Let me show y'all why I still got money and a lot of rappers went broke. Voila. The $5.99 shirt. Come on you now. See how much the shorts is. The shorts, $12.99. Come on now. Less than $20. I'll be in the club with this shit on. Oh, y'all don't know because I got a million dollars worth of jewelry on. But y'all be buying that designer. Y'all be looking gay because all the designers look gay. And I'm the only one be standing out. There be 10 of y'all with the same Christian Dior shirt, 10 of y'all with the same Gucci shirt. And I be the one that stand out with a plain tee that costs me $5. Same as a Happy Meal or less. You know what I'm saying? That's how I stay rich as long as I just wanted to get y'all that game today. <laughs> okay, so wait, uh, let me just... He's also like 6'5", okay? So a lot of that designer stuff don't fit him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like a lot of that designer stuff don't fit him because if he wear it, he's going to be wearing the schmedium, even though it's a 2X. Okay. Because he's a a tall dude. Look at his shoulders. Look at his shoulders. But I feel that, you know, I mean, you were saying the same thing that you don't really spend like that on the clothes. Nah, nah. Ain't nothing for me to go to one of these Kona stores and get me one of them $5 t-shirts and rock that thing with some jeans and some J's. I'm good. really it's that a lot of people express themselves through their clothes you know don't don't get too on the folks that are spending the money on the on the, on the brands because at the end of the day they're gonna buy something that they're gonna keep for a long time and wear a lot of times because they like nah i put that money down on that they gonna real. see this because <laughs> i am definitely that club you saw this dress before you're gonna see it again you're gonna see it again Anyways, give us a call at one 262 Let me know about your fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does fashion mean to you? one 262 And do you judge a dude off of their fashion? Are you looking at a bruh and being like, 
oh, he got on this kind of shoes, so he's this kind of. Let me know. Give us some tips, because sometimes that stuff works. one 262 That's one 855 8 We're going to keep it right here. The Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. We've been here all day on a high vibration. We up, we up, we up. I'm still in the process of writing the full version of that song. And when I release it, I hope that you all will get it off of iTunes and Spotify and play, play a little ditty. All right. I'll also, maybe I'll end up performing it. I'll end up performing it at uh, Smart, Funny, and Black. We got Smart, Funny, and Black going down my live comedy variety game show. Going down May 18th here in Los Angeles, California at the Novo. It's going to be an incredible time. I'm so excited to finally bring the show back this year. We didn't get to do it earlier in the year. So May is going to be the first show of the year. And you're going to want to be there. So get your tickets at amandaseals.com. Now, when we in that room, Nails, it's about community. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's comedy. It's music. It's singing. It's blackness. It's ultimately about community. And so right now, I want to talk about the NAACP rejecting this reparations proposal, but I don't feel like we can continue to talk about reparations without really discussing what that means for our community. Yeah, you, it's, it's really weird, though, because we've been hearing about this on the show for the past, what, month or so, talking about San Francisco trying to propose reparations for African-Americans who lived in that state or lived in that city or descendants of slavery. Um, but the San Francisco chapter of the NAACP rejected the potential measure, arguing that reparations should be dispersed via investments and opportunities for the black community, not direct cash payments. They dropped a quote. They basically said, we strongly believe that creating and funding programs that can improve the lives of those who have been impacted by racism and discrimination is the best path forward toward equality and justice. And that was from the president of the NAACP chapter over in San Francisco, Amos Brown. And then also, instead of direct cash payments, Brown and the NAACP called for investments in five key areas, those being education, jobs, housing, healthcare, and a cultural center for blacks in the city. Why can't it be both? I don't understand why it can't be both. Why can't it be money that is allocated individually to folks so they can have the freedom to spend their money as they want, which is what black people should be able to do and Mm -hmm. simultaneously have money that is put into these areas. I think that's a really good idea that there are five specific areas. I think these are all great, really focused areas that need to be invested in education, jobs, housing, healthcare, and cultural center for blacks in the city. I just think that it's really like weird to me that it has to be all or nothing. I will say, though, my what I wanted to talk about on, in addition to this, though, is that we keep talking about reparations without preparing for it. So when I saw the initial story saying, OK, they wanted to give lump sums of five million dollars to each individual, it made me say, OK, but then what? You know, because as a community, there's such individualized thinking as black folks in this nation because we have been indoctrinated by the colonial mindset and the, and by the bombing of our communities. Right. And by the. Mm-hmm. uh raping and pillaging of our communities that so many folks have really just taken on this idea of like, well, as long as I'm good, it's good. 
And I think what the NAACP may be saying is that we need to invest the money in these programs in order to be a fostering community. Like if they start handing out $5 million reparations checks to people, there's going to be people who say, oh, well, that person shouldn't get a check because their mom is white and their dad is black. Or that Mm -hmm. person shouldn't get a check because their dad is black, but their mom is black, but she's from the Caribbean. Or that person shouldn't get a check because both their parents are black, but they're light skinned. We can't even agree on who's black. So when we talk about community and we talk about reparations, I feel like we're missing the preparation for the reparations, which is the way in which we will utilize reparations to strengthen us as a people. Because to me, without doing that, all we're doing is saying thank you for a check and then putting that money right back in the same hands that oppressed us. Yep. And so I just know that a lot of people would have taken that $5 million check and gone straight to Gucci. Mm-hmm. I love how you said the preparations for the reparations. <laughs> There's that. So something to think about, y'all. one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328 because this is a bigger conversation. You know, should the money be given in checks or should the money be given in investment? So those are my thoughts. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk about inventors. Listen, <laughs> laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Taco Tuesday. The Amanda Seal Show on your airwaves and on your podcast, wherever you get your podcast, 855-262-6328. That's the phone number to call any time of the day because the phone lines are open 24-7. Even if you hold an uh, old episode of the show and you wanted to chime in on something that you heard, maybe episode 23, who knows? All right, 855-262-6328. Yesterday in the small doses segment of the show, we wanted to talk to you about this situation right here. Do you feel there's a difference in the way that mothers raise their daughters Versus their sons. And y'all are really chiming in on this conversation right here. 855-262-6328. Good morning, king and queen. I am a mother of a son and a daughter. My daughter is the oldest. My son is the youngest. And I do feel like it's a difference. Not through my experience, because my son is a special boy and he will never understand or get uh, the difference or be able to do certain things. He has Down syndrome and autism. He's nonverbal. But sons love their mothers and have a different or a certain respect for their mothers than daughters do. Um, Daughters are more resistant and it's just a different level of respect between the two and the sons. I mean, they just absolutely love and respect and they have a closeness to their mothers. And this is through my experience as a sibling. Wow. I think she nailed it. I think she really did nail it. I I mean, mean, (laughs) but is that simply just because of gender? Like, is that simply just because like it's a young woman looking at an older woman and then there's like a, there's a conflict there because we have a similarity in just like our space in the world. Like, is it that? (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This conversation came out of my podcast, Small Doses. You can listen to my podcast wherever you get your podcasts and you can watch it on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. The episode that we're talking about was side effects of parents. Side effects of parents. We talked about a lot of things relating to just what it is to 
deal with your parents as an adult. And people were talking about this conversation because they're realizing in therapy as adults that when it comes to their sibling relationships, their mom raised them as a woman, but was very soft and affectionate with their brothers. And they felt like left out of that. And I thought Mm. that was a really fascinating uh, contrast because I would, I think, you know, my mother was very affectionate with me, but I was also an only child. So I wonder if it's also different if you're an only child, like have you, you know, for those of y'all who are listening, do you feel like you may have had a different experience? Because I'm gonna tell you as somebody who has dated, you know, sons of mothers and only sons of mothers, they be coddling on another level. Okay. Mm. And a lot of times it makes it hard as a woman dating that son to even be anything close because they're expecting you to show up like their mom. And it's like, baby, mm-hmm. you're not my baby. Okay. <laughs> like this, 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 this is conditional love right here. Okay. This love is conditional because I will, I can always love you, but I ain't going to be here to put up with you if you're not <laughs> holding up to certain conditions. Um, well, I would love, I love hearing from you guys and um, nails. That's three, po- that's three folks who have confirmed that this is the yeah. case. Yeah, this is a great <laughs> conversation right here. Well, we're going to keep that conversation going. And, you know, let us know if you want to keep talking about it all week by calling up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. All right. All right. Coming up next, we got uh, spring breakers out of control in today's water is wet news. This is the Amanda Seal Show. <laughs> Listen, laugh, and learn. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals here, rocking out with you at the Amanda Seals show. Nails, I've been uh, working hard to try and get my act together for my special. I'm trying to shoot my special this summer. So y'all, put some vibes in the air. Put some vibes in the air that I am I figure out and, and successfully can shoot and release my special because I got these jokes that y'all really deserve to hear. And I feel like, you know, the devil is trying To work against me And I must Smote it out Now they say the devil busy The devil busy (laughs) Busy just a tinkering and tinkering and tinkering So you got to get out my way Got to get out my way All right, Nails uh, Let's let's take it down to the FLA Yeah let's take it down What is going on down there By the way What else is new yeah, spring break down in Florida. Out of control. They're jumping on cars while people inside of it. Some fights, some shooting going on. Guess where? In Miami, Florida. Yeah. Duh. They were doing this in a pandemic. Okay? They were doing this in a pandemic. They was like, pandemic. We about mm-hmm. to be at the party. Wet willies. So we'll get into that. Uh, also, some good news. This was a come up. Yeah, shout out to this black mom and her teen daughter. They just made some history with cosmetic products 
That's got them put in 600 stores and they just signed with a major, major distributor. And we'll talk about that this hour. Love to see the turn up happen with black entrepreneurship. We also have our big up let down. So stick around to find out who is going to be the recipient and who's going to be the let down. And you know what? For all of my nostalgia folks, all my 90s kids, yeah, this one's for you. So stick around right here. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seal Show. We got uh, we got a lot to talk about. We've been talking about all day, so make sure you check out the podcast. If you miss any of the show, get it. You can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just type in the Amanda Seal Show, and you can follow us. Uh, you can follow me at Amanda Seals on Instagram. You can follow DJ Nails at DJ Nails with a Z. All right, let's get into this. I just want to say this: I never attended a spring break. What? Nope. Never, ever, anywhere. What? <laughs> Nowhere. I mean, literally even after college. I remember calling Lil John one time. No, Lil John called me or I called him or something, but it was like right before spring break. And at the time, everybody was all about like going to Miami's for spring break. And I was like, yo, are you going to Miami for spring break? And I was feeling FOMO. I remember feeling FOMO because everybody I knew, this is when I was a host on MTV and, you know, I was in the mix and everybody was going to Miami. And John was like, Miami? Hell no. That's what people <laughs> drive to and rob you. Yep. Yep. Like, no cap. No cap. <laughs> he's like, yeah, you got to go. You got to go out the country because can't bring their guns. Yeah. Like, no cap. There it is. <laughs> I don't mean. Is. Been what's been going on in spring break in Miami? Well, it's getting wilder and wilder every year, and there's videos all over social media of people jumping up and down on cars, and there's altercations. Miami Beach actually placed a midnight curfew and a state of emergency over the shootings that happened down there. It's like every year, every year is becoming the wild, wild west for spring break in Miami. Listen, they also have set the stage because Florida has these lax gun laws and everything is just lax, you know? Yep. So you add, you add immaturity, you mix in some guns and then you sprinkle in some Henny. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> you got a state of emergency. That's what you got. It's Casamigos on, today. man. Casamigos. There you go. You know, I listen, I was quarantined in Florida during the pandemic for those three months. And this was a state that did not give any respect to anything. So <laughs> the fact that there was a whole Miami spring break during the pandemic, you know, it's going to be lit when the pandemic is virtually over. So, you know. Uh, we got to send love out to those who lost their lives in the middle of this mayhem. And I yeah. hope at the very least, you know, they, they got to have a good time before they, they left because ooh, this be making freak Nick look like a picnic. <laughs> you right. <laughs> freak Nick was well, we got a great mother and daughter story for women's history month coming up next. So make sure you stick around right here to the Amanda seal show. The Amanda seal show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here. And this is a really nice story, Nails. It's a good story. It's a good time. Yeah, big shout out to this mom, um, Danielle Pasha, and her 17-year-old daughter, Samaya. 
They are also known as the owners of the Beat House Cosmetics. They've been going crazy in the grind, man. In the past three years, they signed a major distribution deal with City Trends to have all their products in 600 stores nationwide. Now, they've been accepted into Amazon's Black Business Accelerator Program, which is dedicated to help build sustainable equity and growth for Black entrepreneurs. Shout out to the Beat House Cosmetics showing out. That's Black Girl Magic right there. Show is. Congrats to them. That is definitely a huge feat to be in the accelerator program. And uh, this made me think of um, the lip bar. This made me think of the lip bar. Melissa Butler out of Detroit. She started the line, the lip bar, and they are now the biggest black owned cosmetic line in Target. So they were also, by the way, turned down on Shark Tank. And they literally told them on Shark Tank that like, oh, you know, this is a terrible idea. This is never going to be successful. And now here they are. And they are the most oh, widely sold black product, black beauty product in um, in Target. So shout out to Melissa Butler and the Lip Bar and shout out to the BeatHouseCosmetics.com. All right, that's it for Black Hearing News. Coming up, we got the Big Up Let Down right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. here but we'll be back tomorrow so make sure you come and check us out and while you're at it make sure you check out my podcast small doses wherever you get your podcast or you can watch it on youtube at amanda seals tv side effects of parents is the name of the episode also i did an episode with hollywood unlocked um jason lee on the jason lee show on revolt and it's on youtube i did an interview with him that was two and a half hours long okay so if you've been driving in your car you're listening and you're like who is this lady well you can go find out on YouTube at Jason Lee's at the Jason Lee show. Cause I was talking about all sorts of stuff. So that was a pretty cool interview and it's been dope to see the response from it because uh, I didn't go in there and having any expectations and it ended up just building a really good conversation. I also, I saw a clip about, over there. You look super comfortable, super comfortable. <laughs> man, I had my shoes off. I was an Indian style. You know, we going to be here like an hour in you like, well, I guess we here. So, you know, let me just get comfy. And then I, I, I said I said a quote about Kamala uh, because people were he asked me, like, how do you feel about Kamala Harris? And I said, you know, I, I I've really never gotten past the fact that she said this is not a racist country. And mm. people were like, how dare you? How dare you? I'm just like, y'all really act like we can't critique our elected officials constructively. And that's weird to me, because if we can't do that, then we're already in a fascist state. Okay, and uh, I'm definitely going to speak honestly, particularly about the people that I voted for to get in office. So there's that. We talked about a lot of topics today. We talked about and played a clip from comedian Roy Wood Jr. who's going to be hosting the White House Correspondents Dinner. You've also seen him on The Daily Show. He was asking, is Trump getting arrested a good thing? Plus, we covered the story of Ja Rule saying hip hop's influencing Ja Morant's for decisions. And we talked about Keenan and Kel and gave them a big up. So make sure you check out why they got the big up. We talked about a Florida textbook that has taken out references to race while talking about Rosa Parks's 
defiance in not moving on that bus. You know what my response to that is? What are we talking about? Okay. Please keep your calls coming, y'all. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Remember, our lines are open 24-7. What do we got coming up tomorrow? On Wednesday's show, we'll have all your Black and Red news, plus the Big Up Let Down. And from Twitter, a lady who rents out her house on Airbnb can't legally remove a woman due to California's 30-day squatter's rights? We'll play her clip. That's Got coming her. on tomorrow's show. And if you missed any part of the show, you can check out the latest episodes of the Amanda Seal Show podcast wherever you get your podcast. Stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. Again, at Seal Said It. Squatters Laws be messing y'all up. Better make sure you know what's up. All right. We out of here. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.